So, tell me something terrible. The last sip was almost pure gin. Warm gin. Mmm. Are we we recording now? Um, I mean, hit the button, but this is all optional at this point. Okay, so you're going to decide where to cut it out? Yeah. Okay. Maybe now. Maybe not. (laughs) So then are you ready to get started? Yeah, I'm trying to not touch my mic anymore. I know. Episode 11, it was like... The first, like, minute. Yep. Sorry, guys. You might have to listen to a few seconds of that. Okay. I mean, the mistake... Of? Bubbles. Bubbles? Are you burpy? I hope I picked that up. <laughs> just one really good one. I'm going to enhance that audio so it's just super loud in people's ears. Please. And it sounds like a demon coming piss. through their ears. You're just going to piss They're just driving to, driving to work in the morning all of a sudden they're... We have people that listen to us in the morning. I know. I'm, that's why I said it. All right. All right. I'm ready to start this shindig okay. whenever you are. All right. So, um, you ready to start then? Yeah. When okay. I said I'm ready to start this shindig, that implied that I was ready to start this thing. All right. Okay. Um, hi, I'm Tiffany. Hi, I'm Scott. And uh, this is Tell Me Something Terrible. A podcast we started out of boredom. And yep. here we all are. You guys keep listening. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right. So this one. Nope. Uh, nope. Nope. Speaking of which. We have another patron to shout out. Oh, yes. This is our fourth one. This is like four episodes in a row. So you guys are awesome and on fire, and we appreciate you all. Uh, Our newest one is a friend of ours uh, named Keegan. Thank God for friends. Y'all really just Don't interrupt my shout out. I'm sorry. Anyway, it's Keegan Redman. Um, He's a cool dude. Uh, He also does art on the side and stuff, and he's a very creative fella. Uh, So I was going to shout out his Instagram. It's Keegan444. That's three fours. I was going to say four fours, but it's Keegan four four four. But he does like art and he sells stuff like that. And it's, you know, he's starting art too, isn't he? While he's working. Yeah. And he just got a tattoo gun. So that's probably dangerous for all parties involved. (laughs) Um, We'll see where that goes. But uh, yeah, no, he's uh, he's a very creative guy. I mean, like slightly buzz me is like part of the whole. Let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like you need practice. It'll be a fun story later on. Right. Won't match any of my other tattoos. But you know what? Fuck it. If it's horrible, he can. Cover it up when he gets better. Right. Um, but yeah, we appreciate his uh, his patronage as well. Um, and his wife is adorable. Yes. And she binge watched us, what was that, Listen. Thursday and Friday at what? work or Friday and Saturday? Either way, in two days, she caught completely up. Doesn't matter. We love the red people. Yes. That's like 10 episodes in two days. That's a lot of us in her ears. So hopefully you don't get an ear infection. Um, yeah. Well, luckily you don't talk much at work, so people don't. That's true. The, the, I was going to say, listening to 10 episodes, she probably heard me speak more than she ever has at work. Yes. <laughs> so, um, especially intoxicated. Try not to do that at work too often. Um, that's Maybe hungover, that's, but not. <laughs> yeah. Yes. When I work Saturdays, so 100%. All right. All right. So are we ready to officially start? Yes, we are on the Dirty Dozen. All right. Episode 12. All right. So um, I'm going to sh- do something like, one percent different than normal because there's some video that i want to show you okay so this you know we're an audio medium right yes okay but you'll hear it trust me okay um and some people probably remember it it happened the same year as the the boston bombing um was that five ish years ago time's scary 2013 okay so Uh nine years ago Uh uh-huh all right cool yep 
And so there's apparently a lot of explosions that year. So this episode is going to be about the terrible West Fertilizer Company explosion. So I'm going to have you watch this. Okay. Uh, West Fertilizer? Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't touch your mic. You Kay. just handed me the nope. phone. Okay. All right. I'm going to play it. No, don't play it. Just hand it to me. Okay. All right. I see some fire. Some smoke. And some buildings. And then what looks like a nuclear bomb. Okay, and now sirens are going off. Oh, yeah. You don't have to keep watching it. No, I'm going to keep watching it. Oh, I don't know how long the whole video is. It's only a couple more seconds. I didn't show you the bad one. That's a big old cloud. Yeah. All right, and then there's a ton of wind noise. Yep. Because obviously there's a ton of wind coming off of an explosion that side. Yep, and they're in like fields in Texas. So I didn't show you the bad one because the first one that I found, and um, so I, f- I remember watching this video footage. But it was from like the side of the road and it was horizontal. But yeah, I remember that's really watching. Hard to it. tell like a perspective of how big that exactly yeah. was. Um, it's fucking huge. Don't okay. worry, we'll get to it. So the first video that I found of it when I was going back through and finding the footage because I was like, I remember this explosion. I remember watching this video footage, and the one that I saw was like people standing like on their car, and it was like horizontal footage, and so uh-huh. I couldn't find that exact footage. The first video. So if you guys look this up, the first video that I found. You're going to be warned right now has a child in it. So everybody's thinking it's just a regular fire, right? So you're like, I'm going to come out and look at it. You yeah. know, morbid <clears throat> curiosity, yep. totally normal. People are like, this is a once in a lifetime thing, bringing their kid out in a truck, right? And so this dad is recording it through the video of his truck and it explodes. And he immediately is like, oh my God, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? And this little girl from the back seat goes, I'm okay, but I can't hear. And I was like, I can't. I can't. It was like in like Lily's voice. You can tell she's probably like seven, eight years old. Uh-huh. She's like, I can't hear anything. Can we just leave? And I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. So I didn't want to show you that one. That's fine. Um, I'm okay with you yeah. not traumatizing me. Yeah. I figured you'd enjoy the one with the people that are like. Farther know. away. Yes. And, and also like grown ass adults and not like children traumatized. Yes. So, um, so that explosion, it happened in 2013. Just a little background. I have never heard of any of this. You haven't? No. All right. Well, that's because... You've got to realize, I barely watch the news now. Nine years ago, I never watched the news. I, Ever. I, I was watching the news when they found the people that did the Boston bo- the bombing. Okay. I'm just saying, like, my, like, give a crap level for, like, current events back then was, like, zilch. Mine's at that point now that things have just been so overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. Being the last year. Like, no, I, I think- used to, like, give a shit, and then, like, five... Five years ago, I was like, I can't. And then four years ago, I really couldn't. Yeah, I think most people are probably burned out at this point. But yeah. like then... Because it's not healthy to listen to just this sort of shit. The bird. Yeah, the bird. I hope she's not getting picked <laughs> up on audio. She's bad right now. Uh, Tiffany's parrot is screaming in the background. She's on the other floor, so hopefully we can't hear. But hopefully if you hear not. like just random screaming, We've, not our child being abused. Nope. No one's dying. Just a 30-year-old parrot with a bad attitude. Yes. Okay. Okay. We're going to have her in the room when we record one of these times. Oh, God, so no. You, you just hear like tick, 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 and, the, and like creepy laughing in the in the mics. <laughs> she's she's a, great. She's great. That's one word. Mm-hmm. She'd eat the mics. She would. She's terrified of the mics. She is. So there would be lots of screaming. Anyway, tell me about fertilizers blowing up. Okay. So plants. ready? Fertilizer plants. Yeah. 
For, Not like fertilize your plants, but plants that make fertilizer. Yes. Okay. So we're going to do some background first. So West Fertilizer Company was a fertilizing retailer and distributor located 80 miles outside of Dallas in a town. Is this our first Texas one? It is. So it's in the town of West, Texas. Oh, West, Texas. Yes. Not? Not like Western Texas, like West. West, Texas. Yes. Okay. Clever. I so, mean, it's, it's super original. Yes. Um, so it was, oh, it's better than hell, Michigan. I mean, come on now. Like, well, that, no, it's similar. So, yeah. Um, so <laughs> also directional. Yes. Um, it was, oh, I don't know. North, uh, hell is north from here, though, which is okay, but counterintuitive. It, it, it implies very far south. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was in the town of West Texas. It was owned by Adair Grain, Inc. And so this facility was built in about the 1950s. And it's a 12,000 square foot warehouse, which stored seeds um, and at the time had an estimated 40 to 60 ton of ammonium nitrate. Okay. And other chemicals needed to produce fertilizer. And bombs. That's the ammonium nitrate. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've watched CSI before. Yeah. (laughs) I know things. Ammonium is important in a lot of fertilizer bombs. Slash fertilizer slash bombs, yeah. No, like fertilizer bombs, like the one that blew up. Oh my fucking god! Are you gonna say another thing I've never heard of? No, Oklahoma City, the bombings. Okay. Outside, who did that? Doesn't matter. Not this story. A lot of people again are probably screaming. Like, is it McVeigh? Yes. I said it the first time. Oh yeah, he was a. I'm pretty sure he was a fertilizer bomb. Calm down, Jamie. We got this one. Yeah, Jamie. Um, so they were all stored in wooden in a wooden warehouse. Seems safe. In wooden bins. Okay. Yep. Um, L- so, like they're apples. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> West fine. Fertilizer also had a history of skirting what little regulations there were at the time. Were they kilting them? <laughs> Sorry. Hopefully you just listened to episode 11 or that joke makes no sense. <laughs> so in 2006, the... TCEQ, which is the Texas Commission of Environmental Quality, inspected the plant due to complaints of ammonia smell coming from the plant. In 2011, a plan filed by the company did not mention the ammonium nitrate at the facility, but in 2012, records from the facility show that they did in fact have stockpiles, over 270 tons of ammonium nitrate. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Not knowing anything about anything, that seems like an excessive amount. It's the chemical. It's the chemical that exploded. I I had deduced as much. I'd hope so. Since you're fixating on it I pretty am. heavily, I'm trying to really drive home the point that okay. it's important. Mm-hmm. So, just some fun facts before we get, uh, you know, get onto the terribleness. The explosion shook the entire town of West, and due to lack of zoning <laughs> restrictions, and now it's the town of East. It moved that far. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So due to lack of zoning restrictions, the little Texas town was just over 2,800. It slowly encroached on the fertilizer facility. So the warehouse was originally built in the middle of a farmland, but over the years, people started to settle in the area around. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the town growing closer and closer until it was just a few blocks away. Like there's homes and stores, an entire district of schools made up of like five different... That can't smell good. Mm-mm. Like... At all. Mm-mm. No, because it's not just the ammonium nitrate. Like, there's, like, everything else that's involved yeah, in fertilizer like, if process. they fertilize the fields around us, our whole town stinks for, like, two days. Yeah, and it's literally, like, if you look at it on Google Maps, it's just a little triangle of a town. And I don't know how far you have to zoom out 
for but it's literally just all fucking cornfields everywhere which i guess it's the south that are probably used to it yeah but a whole plant just like concentrated poo smell it's not always poo it's that fertilizer. is fertilizer okay there's other things too i think fertilizer and fertilizer accessories <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay um so yeah it was a huge it wasn't a huge town it was like brooklyn sized town you know and so that's a good point of reference for everybody like the 10 people here. that live in live in michigan that yeah. are listening um it's a little town so there's homes and stores and an entire school district made up of five schools that have surrounded this plant so at the time of the explosion, there were over 1,300 fertilizer facilities in the U.S. that housed ammonium nitrate and not a single federal zoning standard put in place to restrict how close people could live. It was left up to the county and the state levels for zoning, which there was none in Texas. And the townspeople of West Texas had no clue just how dangerous a fertilizer plant could be and how unstable ammonium nitrate could become under the right dangerous circumstances like an uncontrolled fire. Okay. Yep. OSHA. The old ignorance is bliss. Yep. Yeah, sure. OSHA and the EPA didn't even include it on their dangerous and explosive materials list. So there weren't even regulations on how to store it or where to store it. Like, not in, in an entirely yeah. Yeah, combustible <laughs> building in wooden bins. Seems legit. Stop stealing my jokes. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't realize what you were underlining. All of it because I have anxiety. <laughs> Um, So 15 people were killed in the blast, 10 of which were the first responders and two civilian volunteer firefighters, three of which were town people, and over 260 people were injured and hundreds of millions of dollars in damage, including over 150 or or like 350, um, depending on the sources that you read, homes and businesses, a 50-unit, two-story apartment building, a nursing home, and two schools. I assumed when you said 15 people, I assumed they were all people that worked at the plant not no, it was first eight, responders it was eight o'clock at night okay so all the workers had pretty much gone home headlocked there was like okay. nine people that were employed in this so it's just people that were there fighting the original fire every single one of them okay they couldn't find them at first because they were literally feet from the building the first responders were yes oh assuming it was just a fire and they were trying to put yes. it out not knowing. they had no clue gotcha no clue um they weren't trained in how to handle hazardous chemical mm. fires yeah None of them. Two. Sorry. Two of them were... You have to throw flour on it like an oil fire? First off, literally you said that, and on MFM, they just discussed about how that's actually a bad idea. You do not put flour on it because it actually catches on fire. Worse. It doesn't smother it. Okay. You'll have to catch up. To MFM? Yeah, you're I'm only 200 like 200 episodes behind. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. I'm trying to get through Wine and Crime, and that is... I'm on episode 20 of 200 and whatever. In case y'all don't know, these are like my two favorite podcasts. I'm trying to get him involved. We saw MFM Live. We did. And Wine and Crime, I'm all about, but their episodes are like an hour and a half long. And I... Just wait till they get to two and a half hours long. And I have like, you know, a full-time job and other things in this podcast. And I don't. Okay. All right. My podcast listening has fallen off the band. Like, it's hard. This this podcast we enjoy doing, but is a major time suck. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. It's a fact. I now only listen to three podcasts. So if I get through two episodes of Wine and Crime a week, I will catch up by like twenty thirty five. Proud of you. Thank you. All right. Have you gone off the rails enough? Uh, probably. Okay. Okay. Um. So the shock from the explosion was strong enough to be registered as a two point one on the Richter scale. 
Okay, I don't remember what the Richter scale Earthquakes. is. Earthquakes. Okay. <laughs> I know. Okay. A bad know, one's like five to seven. I just, I the one that took out Haiti was like is, seven I just don't know what like a baby one is versus like a like baby a, one. Okay. But yeah, still. Like a slightly larger than baby one. Yeah. Like a toddler one. Yes. From a building. Like exploding. the burp you had at the beginning of this episode? Yes. That's going to get cut out? <laughs> that was probably like a 1.3 and this is what, a 2.1? Yes. Okay, just point of reference. All right. That's important. I'm a lady. <laughs> um, Classy and gassy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you're lucky we're married okay keep going with your story <laughs> so sometime before 7 30 p.m on april 17th a fire started in the upper floor of the fertilizer storage building of the west fertilizer company federal and state authorities announced that the source of the fire could not be determined or where it even and they have no clue where it even started i'm gonna guess a cigarette butt no so they've kind of had Don't it narrowed down to. They have it kind of narrowed down to um, either arson, a spark from a faulty golf co- cart. <laughs> okay. I don't know why it was. In, I still think a cigarette w- butt's more likely. But yeah. Okay. No, because no one was there. Everybody gone home. They don't have a security guard. I don't know. I don't know either. They never mentioned it. They said there were no workers. Why is there golf cart sparking randomly? I don't know. Anyway, keep going. Um, or um, a failure in the electrical system. It's always a failure in the electrical system. Usually, yeah. So, I don't know. They kind of, like, I think they kind of lean more toward arson. So, how's your yawn over there? <laughs> I was trying to be sneaky about it, okay? <laughs> Sorry. I will call your ass out. <laughs> <laughs> Every podcast. Every I time. I can't help it. I don't yawn, like, intentionally. Anyway, it's not because of the story, I promise. <laughs> okay. I'm sure. Keep going with your arson Whatever story. you need to say to hold this marriage together. <laughs> this podcast together. So it spread and grew hotter, eventually depositing smoke, debris, and soot on the 30-plus ton pile of ammonium nitrate that was stored in those wooden compartments. It's bad. Yeah. So this caused the ammonium nitrate. coffins? It was just, sorry. <laughs> they had all 15 <laughs> coffins there as like a preemptive like eventually somebody's gonna die yeah this is a, this is yeah <laughs> um so this caused the ammonium nitrate to grow unstable and the fire spread throughout the building feeding off of the wooden bins and the material um that the p- material was uh stored in blah 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 oh and the wooden doors and the wooden structures and it made its way through the doors and into the lower levels of the warehouse causing holes to form into the lower levels which just fed the fire with a fresh burst burst of oxygen yep so it's a well yeah fluted fire at this point yes nice so this caused the ammonium nitrate to reach a level of unstableness that caused the massive explosion Outside, just when the the inferno was getting started, a man stopped a police officer that was on a regular patrol at the park nearby. The officer drove to that plant and made a call to the fire department that there was a structural fire at West Fertilizer Company. So 12 firefighters showed up to fight the blaze, unknowingly stepping into a ticking time bomb. No one knew just how dangerous a pile of smoldering ammonium nitrate could be at that time. Well, even if they did, they wouldn't have known it was probably there, right? Yeah, because, like, on the books, they allegedly didn't have it. Yeah, even um, so. But like, they also had, like, they had tanks outside. So it was, like, a big two-story facility. Uh-huh. And then there was tanks other places, too. Um, and the tanks that were outside of there, they, it was, like, a liquid ammonium, which they already knew was unstable, which is why they were in, like, metal canisters. Yeah. 
But I don't know. They literally did they not didn't know, know about the boxes of yeah. They did not know how unstable ammonium nitrate could get. Okay. They knew the liquid ammonium could blow up. Yeah. Didn't know that much about the ammonium nitrate. The fact that they had it or how dangerous it was. Yeah, which okay. is kind of the big deal of this particular explosion. Gotcha. Um, and only two firefighters had experience with dealing with industrial chemical fires. Okay. Okay. This is not nobody. No, but there were other towns that did have to deal with like smaller fires um, with ammonium nitrate, but that information was never shared from like to, from like their community town to, other, to town. Yeah, yeah, around like from town to town, and there was like no regulations. There was no standard anything. This is why some regulation is important. Yep. Um, so they started with a small hose hooked to the engines that they brought with them to the fire, and uh, a few other firefighters headed over a quarter mile away to the nearest fire hydrant. Oh, so it was super... Yeah. That's uh-huh. a good idea. Mm-hmm. Well, there wasn't, you know, supposed to be houses around, so what do you need fire hydrants for? There was no zoning. What do you mean there wasn't supposed to be houses around? People could do whatever the fuck they wanted. Right. There shouldn't have been houses around, but there was. Yeah. Um, So, as the fresh oxygen fed the flames and the ammonium nitrate became more and more unstable, it finally reached the breaking point. So, at 7.51, 20 minutes after the initial report, the fire chief and his assistant were about to call it a massive loss when the 30-ton pile of ammonium nitrate detonated with the force of 7.5 to 10 tons of TNT, leaving a crater 10 feet deep and nearly 100 feet wide. It blew out windows in buildings and houses up to seven miles away. So it was literally an atomic bomb. Yes. That's great. Ten feet deep and a hundred feet wide. Yeah, I think it was like ninety-three feet wide or something like that. That's yeah. That's like knock a build like a like a skyscraper down kind of TNT explosion. Mm-hmm. That's pretty nutty. Yeah. So yeah, that's how big. So when you're like, wow, it looked like a nuclear bomb went off. Like, yeah. Well, and it was so hard to tell, like, perspective because there wasn't, like, much point of reference in that video, but it looked So they're crazy literally, huge. like, a football field away at that point. Yeah. Those people in that video. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's how close everything was. People yeah. were just driving out to look at it. Uh-huh. So in the aftermath, the numbers initially reported for the dead and injured varied greatly. Over 100 people were counted injured in the beginning, and those injured made their way to a makeshift triage center located at the high school's football field. This was later moved to the community center because of the closeness of the football field where children played to the still burning pile of rubble that used to be the West Fertilizer Company's and warehouse. They're like, this could go off again at any time. Yeah, we should they probably have, move. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that like it was that explosive and volatile of like if you get hot enough, it's in Texas in an unheated warehouse surrounded by wood. Like what are the chances that it couldn't just be triggered by like a really hot day? Well, it, they probably, it probably does take extreme temperature. It probably took the right kind of heat, the right kind of fire. Like yeah. if it was oxygen being fed to a probably it probably takes a pretty high heat. Yeah. But, but still, still, it's very close to yeah. schools. It's still super dangerous. Yes. Yeah. So they recovered, um, then they recovered the bodies of the first responders. By April 19th, the death toll was at 12, 60 people missing, and over 200 injured. By the end, it was determined that there was a total of 15 deaths. So search and rescue teams were also dispatched on the morning of April 18th, which is the day after the explosion, to help look for anyone stuck in the rubble under the damaged buildings. The Urban Search and Rescue Texas Task Force 1. The Texas Task Force... 
two, yeah. Um, and a team from Texas A and M Forest Service and the veterinary emergency team from the Texas A and from Texas A and M all volunteered to search for people. The National Guard was also sent out to do air quality control tests on the area. On April twentieth, some residents tried to return back to their destroyed homes, but were turned away due to leaking gas tanks that were causing small fires throughout the community. Oh, throughout the community. Yeah, because so it's just, sm- I mean it's a small town, but like still, yeah, yeah, there's fires and gas leaks and like people still missing, trapped just underneath some buildings. Post-apocalyptic war zone kind of. Vibe you should about see the it. photos. It's literally like exterior framing, uh-huh. and like rub like bricks in all these buildings. Like yeah. when I say destroyed, I mean fucking gone. Yeah, you should see pictures of the apartment building. Like there's fucking. It looked like a literal like somebody dropped just a bomb. A shell on it. of itself. Yeah. Um, so the schools of West were shut down and two other towns close by closed the day after the explosion. The schools in West reopened by April 22nd, albeit in damaged buildings, and eventually the high school and the middle school were um, torn down and completely rebuilt. That sounds cheap. Did the uh, company, the factory pay for that? <laughs> I assume they just went bankrupt and never reopened, right? <laughs> Well, I don't know about the parent company. The parent company, yeah, West Fertilizer's gone, but yeah. the company, the parent company, is a different company. Gotcha. Yeah. So, your question. This will answer it. Uh, the insurance company that covered West Fertilizer Company only paid out one million dollars in repairs. And how much damage was it? Hundreds of millions. Okay, I was gonna say. So that like is like. Half of a school gymnasium, and you yeah. blew off half the well, school. Well, not just that, but my God, when you tear down schools and stuff, because they were usually built in the 70s, there's all that asbestos and stuff they have to deal with. Yeah. Which is why Napoleon never tore down and rebuilt. Well, no. Because it was so... Yeah, it's a nightmare. Yeah. It's their, it was their easier, gigantic facility. Yeah, it was easier just to expand. Yeah, you figure if you... That's like five homes worth, and it knocked down hundreds. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's... The pictures are devastating. Yeah. So most fertilizer companies weren't even required to have liability insurance at the time. At first, even though President Obama said that he would supply federal aid through FEMA, FEMA was like, nah, Texas has enough money to fix this disaster and, and house and provide health care to all the people in this town, so we ain't doing it. But the governor of Texas at the time declared McLennan County, which is where West was located, a disaster area, and President Obama was able to issue an emergency declaration, which then allowed the state to receive up to 75% federal funding from FEMA. I feel like a John Kerry reference is coming in this episode. No, Wasn't no John he, Kerry. I feel like he was well-to-do about the whole in Texas back then, like 06. Wasn't, no, Bush was from Texas. John Kerry was from Texas. Really? I think so. You know me in politics and history. It's like me and two peas in a pod. Uh, yeah, they are. Yeah. And he was something to do with like oil or what? I don't know. Anyway. All of them have something to do with oil. Okay, but I feel like he would have been more. Anyway, if he's matter. not in the pod. In this... He's not. Okay, good. Just Obama. I just wanted to flex my political knowledge. You failed miserably. <laughs> No, I still think he's from Texas. I have no clue. Okay, keep going. I literally didn't care because I knew who I was voting for and it wasn't John Curry. Um, anyway. Keep reading your story. It took two years from the state of Texas's legislation to pass any regulation regarding inspe- inspections and storage of ammonium nitrate. So they had a huge-ass explosion. Uh-huh. It took them two years to do anything about it. 
Well, you know, they figured they had a while till another one exploded. <laughs> Less wooden crates. First part of the uh, the law. So the Texas and the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality and the local fire, the fire marshals are the ones that are um, enforcing these regulations. Okay. Um, so there are at least 74 other sites across Texas that house ammonium nitrate and over 20,000 people living within a half mile of those facilities. Property values just went down. Mm-hmm. Dramatically. <laughs> so seven lawsuits were filed against the Adair Grain Inc., which is the parent company of West Fertilizer Company. In October 2015, I said company a lot. Just realizing it now. Okay. Okay. Did you want to invite some company over? <laughs> Only if they're going to take shots every time I say company. Okay, well then we'd have a bunch of passed out people here. Or dead people. Wow. Aggressive. <laughs> um, so in October of 2015, a partial settlement was reached in one case, and the amount was not disclosed. The settlement included the deaths of the three civilians killed in the blast. Adair Grain also paid a whopping $118,300. Struggle with numbers. I've had way too much to drink for me to, my brain to break She's going to start saying 118,300. That's exactly you right. You guys figure it out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, in fines for violating rules regarding the handling of hazardous materials. In January of 2018, the city of West received $10.44 million in settlements, which includes funds for damaged damages not covered by the piddly Insurance $1 million. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it also didn't cover... Um, grants for the state or fe- from the state or federal government. Okay, so they got ten point four four million dollars to help go toward like damages to people and buildings mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Apart from the initial aid they got from FEMA. Yes. Um, so the settlement was for negligence in selling or distributing um, ammonium nitrate based fertilizer that the Adair Green Inc. failed to properly warn the people of West. Of the, dam- of the dangers associated with handling and storage of the product and that they should never have sold the product to West Facil- uh, Fertilizer Company in the first place. Seems fair. That's it. That's it? Yep. Okay. I think any time you are going to start off the story with a dozen first responders dying, that does definitely classify as telling me something terrible. Yeah. Shout out first responders. Thank you. Yes. For everything you do. Um, you also started with the like little girl losing her hearing and how traumatic that was. I I couldn't watch. I couldn't. I knew luckily I couldn't that's make like you watch that's that like video. as bad as it got. I was like, oh, this could get like super super horrible. No, but and luckily it was only fifteen people. Yeah, no, I've never heard of that before. I think the fact that it happened at eight o'clock at night made a huge difference. Oh, like if they would have been like, I don't know how many people work there, but I nine. assume it was. I, well, I read somewhere it was nine. I say very confidently nine. Nine? But only I only read nine people work there? Nine, nine uh, people work there? Yeah. That's it? Yes. That's probably part of the problem. It's 12,000 square feet and they got nine people working there? Huh. I saw it in passing an article. It probably could have been more. <laughs> it's all I've speculation. I've had some alcohol. This is a shallow dive. I don't know what you want from me. Okay. But anyway, the video, are we going to post the video or no? No, I mean, we can post the link to the video. Yeah, check it on YouTube. It's a massive explosion. Huge. I'm surprised. Well, you did say it happened around the Boston bombing. Yeah, I told you. There's more than one explosion that year. Yeah. So that probably took a little bit of like the attention away from it, too. But this sounds like something that should have happened like 
the seventies. You feel no. like, like sort of like no unregulated, like stuff exploding. No. Like that feels like something that would happen a long time kind ago. Of, like loosely regulated. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me, especially yeah. in Texas, you know, but this is worldwide. There's 1300 facilities like this that house that worldwide. Was it, I thought that was in the U S it's worldwide. Oh, sorry. No, you're right in the U S there's probably one around here. I don't know. Big farm country and all. I mean, yeah, why not? We're in the Midwest. We all like corn. Uh, why not? I'm going to Google fertilizer plants near me we and see. Prob- we probably should. Nah, I'd rather yeah, not. They, they just use cow shit around here. <laughs> we, ra- ain't fancy in the, we ain't fancy in this town. I'd rather not Google that and then have you have a panic attack and make us move. <laughs> let's let's avoid that tonight. The ghosties in the basement are going to make me move, yeah. not some fertilizer plant. <laughs> Basement's fine. Yeah, We live by a quarry. Like. I'm- I'm not letting we you... We got other shit that's going to blow up. Like, we have a literal dynamite that can Sandstone's blow up. Sandstone's not going to explode randomly. No, but the shit that they put inside of the cliffs to mine the sandstone do blow up. We're fine. You're right. I swam in the pond in there. Whatever. I swam. I you what? I swam. 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 <laughs> in the pond. All right. If you made it this far, good job. Congrats. This one was... Um, there were no names. There wasn't. And I didn't make a single shit joke proud of you thank you <laughs> it's my shit in the box sorry no no <laughs> it's a fertilizer joke no. wooden crates nope okay good i made one joke sorry <laughs> half hour in one shit joke that's all you get proud of you thank you and you kept saying ammonium ammonium nitrate right yes yeah so i didn't i don't know it well enough to make a lot of jokes about it well no because it's not the poop but anyway, I would... Poop would have been a lot less explosive. Would have sucked. Yes. Methane's explosive, though, yeah. I think. And if it would have been trapped in said building. Mm-mm. It was just whatever ammonium nitrate is. All right. This is coming out Friday. Yep. Okay. The video, the teaser video will have been out already. But we yes. are on this Sunday going to post on Patreon the video clip, the full video clip. It's like, what, eight, nine minutes? Like just under eight minutes. Okay, of Tiff and her friend doing a little bit of seancey goodness. They we allegedly talk to, talk to a spirit in our barn. So that'll be up on Patreon if you want to check it out. Uh, we'll post that at all levels. Yes. Right. Yeah. So that'll just be a, a generic post. So if you want to, you can check that out. Patreon.com. Search. Tell me something terrible. I made the typing keyboard hands, but you guys can't see those. So just imagine them. Okay. If I had fingernails, it'd have been like. I hope that was horrible audio and you have to edit the whole thing out. It just sounds like thunder. I don't know what it sounds like. Anyway, thanks for listening. Congratulations. This is number 12. It is. I'm going to get a donut to celebrate. Like a dozen? Yeah. Are you going to eat all dozen of them? No, a donut. I'm diabetic. Do you want me to die? Don't answer that. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening to our terrible podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen. Feel free to follow us on Twitter at TMSTPod. And if you'd like to support the show, you can find us on Patreon at Tell Me Something Terrible. Oof, that was terrible.